Hello, everyone. It's another episode of Financial Therapy with Emmanuel, a.k.a. Cooking Man E. Holloway. Hi, <laughs> right, boy, Stephen Newman. And we are continuing with our series of Are We In Line For The Next Millionaires? Before you jump to any conclusions, this is not about the destination, but more about who we become throughout this journey. So we want to definitely say we are excited for our increase in audience and our listeners. That means a lot to us. We also want to congratulate our audience for their savings during this pandemic. We've been listening to you because there's, without listening, there, without listening, there isn't the other side of voice. So we've been paying attention to what you guys have been saying on our social media. So we appreciate you. You guys are doing well. That leads us into today's podcast where we'll be discussing savings through and after the pandemic. I think these are very important things because we expect slow growth because of the rise in the debt and unemployment and possible inflation. These are only predictions and we're not saying it's going to happen, but we also want to make sure we understand that there's a possibility. So we're going to, as we transition into our first topic, we're going to start off with a quote today. Success like happiness cannot be pursued. It must ensue. Stephen, you made a very good point about cash flow when you heard this quote. Can you enlighten? Yeah, I was thinking ensue, you know, basically means as a result of or because of, you know, it's like because of something this ensued. So I think of cash flow uh, when we talk about personal finances is similar to that. I uh, think of it like a river, a river ensues. It pretty much just kind of flows one way or the other. And if you think of cash flow as the same flow, um, it's similar to, it's not something you necessarily pursue, but it's something that ensues because of things that you've done and things that you pursue. Okay. So it's, I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, go ahead. To, to, to make it applicable to, applicable to what we or the audience may have going on, let's say you have, uh, let's say you have a job, let's say, you have kids, let's say, you know, you have a, you have an income that's coming in. What, what can possibly be done to have this ensue? Uh, you got to start with the basics. So, you know, a big thing in financial therapy is saving, uh, but that saving, even though it's one word, uh, there's various components to that. One, it implies income. So some source of revenue, uh, but we think about this from a personal standpoint, so a source of income. Um, and the realities of life is there's probably expenses there as well. And the flow of that income going through the expenses um, and what comes out on the end of that uh, can create what's called, or creates what's called a flow. You get the income, you pay your bills, um, if you have something left, what do you do with what you have left? Uh, for all our listeners, you know, they know we are strong believers in saving. And again, saving, even though it's one word, it's, it's comprised of multiple components. So what we're really saying is we are committed to taking a portion of our income and preserving it uh, beyond our expenses to, to ensure um, that we have something for ourselves later on. Yeah, definitely. So when you, beyond your expenses, what we do with that, well, before I even get into that, that is definitely one of the toughest part because we live in a world where we have 
so much information, like more information that it almost paralyzes us when it comes to decision making. But it also it's, that's what, I'm sorry, not to cut you off, but you make an excellent point. So let's let's make it plain and simple. You have income. What you do with the income? Uh, let's do. Let's back it up again. You you make you make income. You work. Uh, you're self-employed. You're an entrepreneur. The point is, you got some type of income. Your lifestyle decisions are your expenses, and either you have something saved or you don't. If you don't have something saved, start there. <clears throat> to answer your earlier question, yeah. If you do have something saved after you cover your expenses, and we mean all your expenses, not the ones you think of when you make up a list, but what your bank statements show month in and month out, all your expenses, and you have something saved, then you have a positive flow. So with that positive cash flow, you have the ability to make more, you have the ability to make other decisions. Not to get too deep into that, but just to keep it simple. When we're talking about financial therapy. We're talking about um, conversations. We're talking about examples. We're talking about people. We're talking about the past. We're talking about predictions. We're talking about human life. We're talking about all these different things um, that we talk about or go through. We talk about the emotions. We talk about the tactics because this is a full-on therapy about helping people be better savers. And that's and I believe that's extremely important because we made we we put we put a post out there if you're not following us on Instagram um check us out. We we made a post and it was it it it, it talked about not making decisions based on emotion in the market. That's what a lot of people fall victim to. You know, we're we're humans, you know, that's that's the driving force and with this pandemic we, we realize that fear is one of the biggest motivators to get people to do a lot of different things in the market. Like they drive us. If you, if you spend a lot of time listening to what, what the news and you'll find yourself, if you backtrack, you'll find you'll, you'll follow and you follow the breadcrumbs, you'll find yourself in your bank statement correlate, correlating and par- being parallel yeah. to what you've and- been feeding. So, my, my, yeah, my, okay. now, nah, well, so basically where I'm headed with this is, if you wanted to change that, if you if you wanted to change that, of course they talk about pay yourself first. Uh, how how would you create that that cash flow or that that opportunity after you took care of your your expenses and you created three three six months? How would you change that to where you feel comfortable moving forward in a direction that can bring a positive cash flow? Okay, and you said you already have. Some savings. You are. You already have the savings. Okay, so if you have the positive flow, now you are asking yourself, okay, what do I do with that positive flow? Uh, so you, again, you just continue to ask more questions. So, what what is the nature of your income? You know what. What industry are you in? How long do you project that you can be at this job? If worst thing, worst comes to worst and you lose that job, how long do those savings last you to remain in a lifestyle that allows you to still take on whatever they've said, next level investment or project or whatever it is that you want to do? 
That's a good point. So basically what I'm saying is now that you have savings, now it's time to stress test those savings. Mm-hmm. So now you have a number. If you have become someone who saves, to go back to the earlier quote, um, it's not just that you save, it's that you become someone who saves. So someone who saves typically has an understanding of their expenses and where money is flowing out of. It doesn't mean they're perfect in every aspect, but they have some understanding um, and some level of commitment to saving because otherwise if they they weren't committed to it, they wouldn't do it. Uh, So that those things will still be in them as they move on to the next level, the next phase. That's why it's a foundation, it's a process. Uh, getting into the investment side of things, again, it still comes back to before you jump ahead, you know, be asked, ask more questions about where you are. Yeah. So the first thing I would do is stress test savings. How long will it last based on your, <clears throat> your expenses? And just don't, you don't have to get super technical. You don't have to formalize it out. How long will your savings last based on how much you spend them on? And then once you do that math, then you can realize, okay, what type of risk um, am I ready to take based on um, my ability not to need the money so quickly? So that need is what brings about the emotion at times. the worst thing to do is be invested in a market with money that you need. Yeah. So that's what we're getting at. I'm saying all that to say is don't try to invest the money that you need. Now, once you have the money that you need stored, is that what you're asking? Yeah. <clears throat> no, you, you and what they should move on to? No, you you yeah. Once you have that, but you hit a good point, and I, I know this might change change your answer a little bit, but you hit a good point when you said need after you gave the the, the mathematical equation of understand how long you know you, you're going to you're going to need this emergency fund if that's what you're relying on or whatever the case may be but understanding what we talked about earlier expecting slow growth and 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 unemployment to to grow to uh go oh. down in the near future i got you. how how would you if like that's a variable like there's a lot of uncertainty how, what would you speak well, to that first things first uh the pandemic Let's talk about the new, the, the, the new normal, so to speak. Uh, six is the new three. So six months of your expenses saved up is the new three months expenses saved up. And for those out there with a year, the year, you know, the year is the new nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, uh, it is taking the bar of savings up a notch because if you would have told me before COVID-19 that 30 million people could lose their jobs in six weeks, um, that <clears throat> airplane uh, functionality, mobility, whatever you want to call it, revenue would fall by 90%, that there would be stay-at-home orders from the governments. You know what I mean? If you would have told me all these different things, um, <clears throat> it would have been hard to conceive really to understand what that really means but i'm saying that to say is that i'm painting a picture that three months just don't cut it like they used to and the reason that is is because we're now facing and understand because this is you know this is going forward is that we can face pandemics in the future 
because of globalization and the way that things move. And they will continue to move that way. Uh, so we're going to have to be prepared, you know, not to be fearful, but just be prepared. Again, the, the saver, the resistance, you're always fighting that battle. So we're here to say here's the new normal. Now, with that said, um, <clears throat> as we think about life after the pandemic, we also need to um, question what we think what the world is going to come back to. Uh, that this is one of the things Emmanuel we were talking about, uh, where uh, you know there's a lot of people assuming that we we immediately flip this switch and we get back to life as before, and everybody gets their job back, they lost their job before, everybody's got the same money, everybody's making the same pay. You know, we're just doing all the same things we did before, and <clears throat> there are a lot of reports out of there. You know, do your do your own research, guys. <laughs> but there's a lot of credible uh, sources out there um, that just are offering a counter position. Not to say who's right or wrong, but again, when you're talking about saving, you're saving for a reason. So you also need to understand. Don't just tell me what best case is. Tell me what worst case is. Uh, so you know, there's potential for a second wave. Uh, you want to make sure your savings are prepared for that. Um, you're going to talk about you know, lower demand because people aren't going to be as social out the gate. There's going to be, even if they are, there's going to be main, many restrictions from the government and what you can and cannot do. They've already set that precedent to stay at home. If they're able to tell you to stay inside your home and you can't leave, they can tell you pretty much anything else uh, that goes on when you leave the house. So I think human nature is that we're going to want to be social immediately but it's not about what we're going to want to do it's what's going to be allowed that's going to direct behavior and that's going to direct the way money is spent uh, consumers may change how they feel about spending like all of these different things could lead to a lower growth environment uh, you got to also think about the debt that will we will have accumulated coming out of this pandemic you know we're going to have to address that you know that that debt burden uh, may not fuel growth. It may, it may have gotten to a point where it starts to weigh on it. Uh, those debt burdens are not going to go away. So all of these things, again, this is not a doom and gloom. This is let's get prepared. You guys did a great job of saving, um, leading up to this pandemic, leading through this pandemic. But keep your eye on the ball. This is not over. Not once everything is lifted, there will be a surge in euphoria of being outside, you know, dollars are going to want to be spent because it's been so much pent up demand of being inside. You just got to be careful about that uh, because you don't want to drop the ball once and it cost you a year or cost you two years. Stay on the ball. If you had to dip into your savings because you lost your job, um, you know, the resistance is standing there with you. Find a way to save. We hope you get back on your feet as soon as possible. But you got to find a way to save out there. And if you've been fortunate to keep your job or keep your pay or you've been reduced, um, you got to find a way to save. Because, again, six is the new three. Uh, so if you're out there, wherever you're at on the savings level, 
probably need to raise that bar um, and just be prepared for not just a slowdown due to a pandemic, but be prepared for a slow, a slower economy coming out of that pandemic and what that means for your income, what it means for your expenses, uh, which ultimately leads to what it means for what you're saving. So I'll, yeah, it addresses it, but that, that comes back to the cash flow. If you're looking at yourself like you're your own business and you're someone who you care for, then you're going to look at income, expenses, and savings. You're going to look at assets and liabilities. Um, and as you're taking stock of what you have personally, that cash flow component you know, is what we're focusing today, but it's very important because it's going to tell, tell a story of how your assets are working for you or how your liabilities are working against you. <laughs> um, you know what I mean it's, and again you want to stress test that so if you didn't lose your job in this first wave if we get hit with a second wave what happens if you lose your job then um, um, there's been a lot of us that have been there's 25% of America um, that we also need to address that have actually benefited from the federal unemployment 600 a week kick in um, they need to be saving too, because to assume that the government's going to continue to be able to supply this type of stimulus in perpetuity, that's not a good strategy, not for your savings. Mm-hmm. Um, the same thing for business owners. So everyone getting the loans, you know, we, pr- we hope that it's getting you guys up to up on your feet. We pray it's, you know, keeping people employed, all those different things, but these are going to be challenges that people are going to have uh, once the government has decided that this pandemic, you know, is kind of done and that we're back to, you know, capitalism as it normally operates, you know, as best it operates. <laughs> but that that's going to be a painful moment because that means stimulus is going to come up. It's going to go away. Um, banks are going to go back to the normal behavior. Lenders are going back to being lenders. You know, the, you, you get what I'm going. Like yeah. the things, Definitely. when things come back, it's not going to be. It's not going to be a, a smooth land. It's not going to be a smooth transition, and that's why one of the issues that I believe is is taking place for some people is that the, you know, people become lazy. By that's natural. People become lazy, and that's that's not good. That's not a good thing when it's time to create value again. So, in this opportunity right now to really increase your cash flow, you want to figure out ways that you can bring value and value is the ability to solve a problem that's at hand. So if there's a problem or issue that's going on around you, if you're able to bring value, uh, then you're able to monetize it and and, and create some cash flow for yourself, some money, some income for yourself. And then what you do with that will allow you to create maybe some passive income or, or whatever the case may be. And so when that, when we, when the transition happens, and if you've, if you've been lazy, if you've been, if, if let's say somebody's been sitting around and now you no longer have that funding and now you're trying to create momentum in a time when people have already been, go, mm. been already pacing themselves and running good and, and, and created momentum, you're that far, you're that far behind. And that's going to make it even more tough. And that's really, really, and it's a competitive, it's a competitive market. I mean, that's just, we, we, we thrive on, on competition. So people do, People, businesses, as for, for, for ourselves, 
I'm really excited right now. You can probably hear it in my voice. I'm extremely excited because we, like I said, we've planned this. Like we, we, we saw this coming and we, so when it's come, we, we're looking at this as opportunity. So when we give this information to our, our, our listeners and our audience, we hope that it inspires them to realize that you're doing a great job saving. You're doing a great job saving. And if your job or whatever the case may be hasn't, hasn't started or it stopped, that now you can find happiness in where you are currently because you're taken care of and you can figure out what problems are ca- causing you not to grow. And if you can figure out how to solve that problem and you're able to do it and you enjoy it and you have happiness do- doing it, then maybe this is something that you can build upon. So when that transition comes, you're able to create some more income for yourself. Maybe you're not able to invest as much time into it as normally do when you get your, your your primary income but at least you have something that you can transition to and now you have some side income and now you have something built into your inheritance and i believe that is extremely vital for our listeners um for ourselves for you for me for everybody involved and i think this is what's so beautiful about this time i trust me i my heart goes out to everybody who's been hurt and been wounded my prayers go out to anybody who's who's lost a loved one who you know but I, well, I related to some of the kids that I trained basketball-wise. I have this girl, and she's – when I first started training her with basketball, you know, I do that out of the love. Like, that's how I give back, the basketball training. Like, that's – I do that out of the love. Um, but I'm also smart, and I realize that I'm not about to give it away for free because just like with our business with YGS, we understand that there's no commitment like a money commitment. People don't really – like we talked about it with the emotions. You'll see where the money's going by their emotions. So – I do that, and as I'm training these these kids, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity for people to get lazy and not train, right? But now, but now this one particular girl, she's like, you know what? I'm gonna train every day. It doesn't matter if I gotta do it in my driveway. I know I don't get that amazing gym with the AC and the nice floor. I know I don't get that amazing court with the 94 feet. I only get this 30 foot by 30 foot driveway that I can dribble in, but I'm going to make the most out of it. And her progression has grown in the two months. It's, 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 it's insurmountable. Like I'm, I'm blown away and I'm, I'm extremely motivated. And it's that same concept that we bring to the financial therapy. It's the same concept that we pray. And we, when we, when we talk about for our clients to use and when you, and that is that, that is that, that is that happiness that ensues. Like you couldn't, pers- you couldn't pursue her to be happy. She had to ensue it. And it came from the result of, you know what, brick by brick, I'm going to build Rome. Brick by brick, I'm going to build Rome. And I know I just went on a, a, a rampage, but maybe might be this coffee, the Colombian coffee. <laughs> this Colombian coffee. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, again, uh, we're talking about Financial therapy, we're talking about saving. Again, it's one word, but it's, a, it's, it's made up of components. And the cash flow is the action of that flow, but it's the income, which you brought up a good point. Um, it's, honestly, it's the number one question that, most, that we usually get is around income um, and what to do about it. And that's why the the savings is important because it may require transitions uh, for those out there listening. Um, it may mean new industries emerge. It may mean 
um, the industry that you're in uh, is changed for the better. Maybe it's changed for the worse. Maybe it's going away. Uh, but whenever you have, it's, anytime you're having to make any type of change, when you have that financial peace of mind of having something saved, of having just in case put away, then it allows, it just allows a little bit more more comfort. Some flexibility. You know what I mean? It's, a little more it a little bit more, you know, allows a little bit more focus yeah. on it. You get it? so that that's that's what we're trying to create. because uh, again, the quote was, you know, not just what we're pursuing, uh, but what we'll become in our pursuit on the, uh, you know, in the journey, uh, being in line for the next millionaires is you know, what type of people are we trying to become? And we're trying to become um, patient people who have allowed themselves patience through saving, uh, who take advantage of opportunities uh, because they have something, you know what I mean, to take advantage of with, you know, all these different things or different components uh, can be tied to that, that root of saving. Uh, so, Again, we want we want to make sure. And the other thing, you know, not to think you brought up when you broke down the income. Um, there, there also uh, may need to be a conversation over uh, a new standard of expenses. Maybe a new standard of, of expense expectation. What do you mean? Uh, what I'm saying is. If we're going into, let's say, we just talked about how people have to watch their income and that there may be changes ahead, that there may be slow growth ahead. You know, we're talking about being protected against that. Um, but we also would be remiss if we didn't bring up the other side of that coin, which is the expenses and where the money flows to. Mm -hmm. And what we know from Set It For Life, Scott Trenches. We're not here talking about your Netflix account. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're not, we're not talking about your Starbucks card. We're not talking about any of that. We're talking about the big expenses. We're talking about, we're talking about the big the big boards. We're talking the about house. where you live, yeah. what you drive, yeah. and how long it takes you to get there. And to it could be misleading because currently I was just watching uh, the financial report yesterday. I was reading it when I woke up, and it was discussing that the some of the prices for the houses houses have went up, and I asked I asked some of my relatives, and they were like, "Yeah, their houses just went up," and that could be misleading. Of course, we can't predict what the future was going to bring, but typically, after a stock market uh, collapse, uh, the, the real estate market is will follow behind it, and it's like, okay, if that is the case, how can? But it, and then it, oh, yeah, let me slow down. And then, which is weird about that is the fact that the amount of buyers though has went down. So people aren't purchasing houses, but the, the price of houses have went up. And that's typically, that's typically the opposite, the opposite, you know what I'm saying? So those type of things are misleading. So when you're looking at your liabilities and the things that you're like paying for that isn't bringing you the return, that becomes strenuous on where you're trying to go and the peace of mind and that happiness that you're looking for. And it, and it cuts... It's going to cut into your savings. So when we when you're talking about moving ahead, you know, everybody doesn't have a home. There's plenty of listeners out there who have uh, leases. 
that are coming up. Um, yeah, people getting ready to sell their home, thinking about buying a new home. And this isn't, again, this is about what steps to take, what mindsets to have um, to be in line is you have to think about the nature of your expenses, especially the largest expense actually is taxes, but that's another conversation. <laughs> but the most, you know, the biggest expense that you actually spend money on personally by choice voluntarily <laughs> yeah, is, is, is housing. So that my question is like, okay, focus on the income. I'm with that because that's the, you know, that's the, the beginning of the flow. Uh, but the expenses have to come into question as well. Because again, before we got into this pandemic, you and I know, E, is that we were having problems before we got to this. So auto debt is already at over a trillion, like a trillion and a half. Delinquencies have tripled. Uh, you know, just all these different issues. So I just want to make sure that we at least touch and say, you know, while you're working on bringing value, significant value, increasing your income, do not neglect your expenses. Yeah. Um, you know, try to find ways to say, so maybe you're doing a good job, but maybe there's a chance coming up with a with your lease uh, coming due. There's a, maybe there's an opportunity for you to move in a cheap, you know, a cheaper option. Maybe you live by yourself and realize you could be splitting this thing in half with a roommate. Um, you know, just just have those conversations because again, this is all about finding a way to save and a commitment to it. Um, and once you start to change there, I know for us, it changed how we thought about um, our expenses going forward. Um, and it, it put a more spotlight on, on the saving. Trust me, it'll change the way you think about it. Definitely it. would have. But, but it, I just wanted to at least bring it up since we were talking about the whole cash flow. It's just mind your expenses out there. Careful about taking on long-term liability commitment. That's important. <laughs> I.e. housing and transportation. Right. Be careful. Because um, there's going to be a lot of companies out there that have to get economies up and running. Um, they're going to do their best to entice you. But remember, you are the resistance. You are definitely <laughs> the resistance. We appreciate you guys for this episode. We're going to dive deeper into that next time. Um, we hope you guys enjoy the conversation. We'll def we definitely need to touch more, basic touch more, and dive deeper into the expenses. But uh, again, this is YGS. We appreciate you guys' time. That is my door client here. So, uh, All right, guys. Well, till next time, keep saving. Stay strong. We'll, we'll see so, you guys soon. Later.